Welcome back to round two, Texas Uh-oh. Tailgate Mondays. Man, Who's that? The uh-huh. sun has gone down. That is Brent Mason. Bro. Oh man! Watch here goes. Watch That's not as right uh, jazzy as the other stuff. Oh, there it is. That's trouble. That is so trouble. You know the cool part about this, we get to pick all kinds of tunes. We've done all kinds of stuff, ins and outs. But man, we're gonna pick the song called "Blowing Smoke" for Jason Custer. There we go. Yeah, blowing smoke. Dusty Motes, DJ Dugan, SmithMusic.com. We now just agreed we're going to have an official new sponsor. Yeah. It's going to create our own theme, our theme song for Texas Tailgate. Our buddies Leaf and Kyle. Buddies Leaf and Kyle at, at Steel Records down in Grand Cane, Louisiana. Yep, near are, Shreveport. Yeah, near Shreveport. Man, they do a bunch of music, record a bunch of stuff. You got... How many of their artists on your stuff? You got David Man, Lane, Zeb Rogers. Few. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Shane. Yeah, Jeremy... Uh, Jeremy Jim Payton, Payton and uh, you, yeah, uh, a yeah. guy named Clay Thrash. We yeah. did. He's Has got Clay some, Thrash done some stuff. He did, he did a single with us and them. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I didn't know Clay Thrash did a single with him. Which one was it? Uh, the last one. Really, I, <laughs> I didn't know that. I've, I've really so much since then that I, I, it's Clay's drawn really a good blank. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 have a lot of stuff going on, man. They they really are working this. Oh man. Ooh. That's weird. What is this? Not Ooh. now. We don't want to join. Now, now I do like that uh, harmonica there. Well, and you know, we just kind of went a little something different. Man, Jason, what are you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I'm just uh, happy to be here. Oh, yeah. Glad to have you. First time here at the lake house. I've driven by the it about first a time. Times. Yeah, you were saying you, uh, you you spent a little time down the street at Blue Bayou, right? Yeah. I'm going back someday. Oh, I love it. It's a great song. Dude. That is a good song. I love old Deborah down there, man. Oh, man. Uh, she's she a is, hoot. She is a hoot. Um, One of my very best best restaurant owner friends. We She's come out. One night she came over talking to Mariah and I, and I bet you we didn't go to sleep till 2 o'clock in the morning. Just oh, bullsh- man. Just bullshitting, man. Oh, yeah. Came over to the house. <laughs> she's so much fun. What an amazing venue, too. Uh, it's a great place. So, you know, we've done, we started out, this is no kidding, we started out the radio show at Blue Bayou on Mondays. Really? And Deborah decided that, man, she wanted to shut down for her staff on Monday. She wasn't doing any revenue. Yep. And Johnny and Brett welcomed us in here with open arms. And it was absolutely amazing. And, man, the one thing I'll tell you about this lake out here, and this is something that I think is just kick-ass. They support each other's businesses like dude they support each, the restaurants brett and johnny have had christmas parties down at blue bayou blue Bayou. deborah's come down here and hung out with brett and johnny and kind of hung out so there's just there's really something about the magic of eagle mountain lake none of these businesses compete and yeah. so i you know and a lot of that's uh, a testament to deborah right and also a testament to Brett and Johnny, who, which, man, as you can see, they I did my last single release here. They left the sign up because it says Laking It Easy. And then you've got Dana from Texas Select, one of our favorite people. He's actually one a sponsor of our, of our show. Yeah. Yep. He does. He's actually got a Texas Select music series. Um, that we've got something releasing, right? Coming out. Oh, Jay yeah. Smith. Yeah. Coming out JL Smith. Next, next week, right? Yep. And so... You know, dude, think about the community that you're in. So I, I 
to hear. I remember when you were playing full band and stuff over there. You doing much with her at all anymore? Well, the so a little backstory here, I guess. Uh, I moved up here to Fort Worth a little over a year ago, and uh, I had a band when I was living down in Lampasas. And uh, when I moved up here, I kind of broke the band up because at the time, you know, and, and prices of gas are starting to go back. Up. Oh yeah, but uh, at the time price of gas was pretty high a gallon so i told the guys i couldn't afford to uh make a round trip every week to rehearse for free and uh so the band broke up drummer started playing with a heavy metal band down in austin which oh man bass player started playing with the church praise band uh a lot and then uh which he had actually quit the band a few months before i moved up here anyway sure. The new bass player, he already joined, plays with like two or three different other bands, and lead guitar players playing with two or three bands. So everybody landed on their feet. Uh, the the dissolution of the band was pretty smooth for everybody, and I got up here and rebranded myself. Uh, I do all the, I go sing my songs solo, and then I play bass guitar for about. Last year I played bass guitar for twelve different bands. Man. And this year I've already played with three. So. How are you liking that? Ah. Uh, I I like it. Two things. Uh, Challenge for you? Um, yeah. Learning learning other people's music, uh, especially originals, uh, stuff that I'm not familiar with. A lot of times when they're doing covers, even if I haven't played them, they're doing covers that I've listened to a thousand times, and so at least I I kind of have, have an idea, idea where the heck it's yeah. going. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty being a guitar player for. Jeez, I just did the math. 31 years. Uh, I'm pretty good at following and figuring it out and feeling. Yeah. You know, you, you play. Uh, DJ, I don't know. Do you play? I do not play. Okay. No. Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with a pencil, but not a, <laughs> when you, when, not I'm, a I'm good with a fork and a knife. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, did you say you're good with a fork and a knife? He oh, yeah. did. And I rubbed my belly. <laughs> You missed that on radio. I think everybody out here on um, the Lake House patio, as I watch everybody eat, they're great with a fork and a knife. Like, these are my people. <laughs> Man, uh, well, we usually start off with a song, and uh, we uh, we got a little lark, a late stay, a, l- a late start. Um, why don't you hit us up with a with a with a, with a song? Sure thing. Back in 2019, the band that I had, we released an album. It's on Spotify. Uh, Dusty and I were just talking about it. And uh, I'll be the first one to tell you that it doesn't sound all that great, but the songs are good. <laughs> there were a lot of fun songs on there. Yeah, there's like, a lot of fun songs. Intexicated on there. That was the single that we released. Yeah. Uh, intexicated. Intexicated. There's, a, there's actually a video for it on Love YouTube, it. and we just mentioned our, our friend Jody Cottle. He is the star of the I know. Video. That's what I remember, dude. You old know what? I'll big do old that smile, one. curly hair. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> acting. acting uh, all he had to do was act naturally. <laughs> I wrote this song about my love affair of, with Lone Star Beer. And after one night of doing a show uh, down in Stephenville at a bar that never had live music, they always had a DJ, they wanted to have a party and try to sell out their kegs. They had two kegs of Lone Star. And to try to get the college kids to show up, they decided to float these kegs because everybody was drinking the long necks. Nobody was drinking the draft. To get rid of them, it was $10 at the door. You got a solo cup. And while supplies last, it was a penny a refill. Oh, my God. That's a, <laughs> this is a shit show. Yeah. 
And uh, see, I love hearing that. <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days of any coin you call it. Like, yeah. dude, I grew up in Dallas, right? And I know where you're best supposed to play a song. No, 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 no. But man, I used to, I used to do the cover band circuit. We'd play the old Top Rail Ballroom. Yep. Which man was there? F- what? Top Rail. Yep. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. So I, I used to I play that, that all the time. I was one of the, and man, that was a seven day a week gig. It was a great cover. It was great, yeah. Dude, on Tuesday nights, it was any coin you call it, man. You'd walk in, and man, they'd be lucky if their PPA was $9 per person. Yeah. But you know, they had 1,700 people go in and exactly. out that door, and they're charging cover. And uh, dude, man, you'd walk in there, and at the end of the night, it'd take you till 6 o'clock in the morning, because Jerry Farrell would make you roll the corn, the coins. He'd, he'd have five of these machines lined up on the pool table, and they're just rolling pennies and dimes so he could take it to the bank. The yeah, morning. absolutely. And, and so, like, to hear you talk about that, nobody does that shit nobody anymore. Nobody does that anymore. You know, penny, penny you, I want to draft beer, and you throw a penny up there, dude. And then you tip the chick three bucks, right? Right. You know? Love it. And then she gives you, she always waits on you first because you got the penny and three dollars. That's it. That's it. You give <laughs> Sorry, her the I didn't mean price. to digress. The uh, no, but it, it, that, and that's where the whole idea of the song came from. You know, was that that night going back to that? The uh, when I got there, they said uh, I went to get a cup because as a musician, typically we get to drink for free. I, at least I, I take advantage. <laughs> not, not like I did. You know, <laughs> I, I learned my lesson a long time ago not to take too much of advantage. Yeah. Anyway, and. I went to the, the bouncer at the door, and I said, hey, man, I want one of them cups. And he goes, well, I want $10. And I said, well, I'm a musician. He goes, I don't care. He said, everybody pays $10 for a cup. So I opened my wallet, and I had exactly one $10 bill. Nothing else in my pocket. So I was like, then the light came on. I said, be right back. And I ran out to my truck, and between the cup holder and the floor mat, I found a dollar's worth of change. <laughs> the rest of the night is pretty blurry. But I woke up in the tr- cab of my truck in the parking lot behind the bar the next morning. And I decided that when you have a few too many Lone Star beers, you're not drunk, you're intoxicated. And that's where the name of the song came from. <laughs> ah. I hit the door of my favorite honky-tonk. Just 20 minutes after quitting time. off my bar stool and the bartender said she had to cut me off cause I was acting like some drunken fool so I said I'm not drunk I'm just intoxicated I got too much blood coursing through my Lone Star stream like you're the fool Consider yourself educated Ain't drunk I'm intoxicated Well she looked at me Like I was talking in cursive As I staggered across That old hardwood floor 
swear that bartender shot me the finger as the bouncer showed me to the front door. Now I swear this cop must be her brother. Cause you're saying that I'm too damn drunk to drive. So I told that boy in blue that you better listen close. Cause I'm only gonna say this one more time. I'm not drunk. I'm just intoxicated. I got too much blood coursing through my Lone Star Street. And it looks like you're the fool Consider yourself educated I ain't drunk I'm intoxicated I'm not drunk I'm intoxicated Dude, I like that Thank you That's what I should have said Ossifer, I'm not drunk That's right (laughs) I'm intoxicated. I ain't as think as you drunk I am. That that line about talking in cursive, I, my sister actually said that one night. Uh, she was like, I was so drunk I was talking in cursive. And I was like, oh, I'm putting that in the Rolodex. That sounds like Swahinglish. And I, I wrote the song, and I didn't give her a songwriting credit. Was she mad? No, she didn't even think about it. She's not a musician. She's a school teacher. No, all those brilliant ideas. So, man, over the years, you've been – so you – did you say Lampasas? Lampasas, Texas. I like that. You know, I've always loved the name of the town, Lampasas. They they had a bumper sticker that said, uh, "I've been I've, I've been through Lamp," and it was just hieroglyphics. It was a lamp, ass ass, lamp donkey donkey. <laughs> that is what it is. Isn't yeah. It? Well, it's not as many s's as it would. Well, it's actually like a plural require. lamp asses. Yeah, lamp asses. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I never even thought about lamp that. asses. There's there's one well Highway 281 runs right through it, and there's about nine red lights, and if you catch one, you're going to catch them all. Yeah, uh, and if you if you don't get one, you run through them all. And if it's you, like the perfect yeah. timing, right? No, actually, if you can make it through town without at least getting stopped at one of them, go buy you a lottery ticket. <laughs> that, it's, it's Dude, time. I, you know, I've always like we're going through those little towns. I always figured that if you're trying to find the exact speed that you can drive, that you don't hit any of them. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. Well, my, I'm always worried about getting caught by one of them small-town cops. You yeah. pulled over. You <laughs> That's exactly well, right. I grew up in Hico, and everybody knows, don't speed through Hico. <laughs> I know what Hico is, yeah. too. <laughs> I've been through Hico yep. as I'm, well. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Hico's actually not a bad place. <laughs> I've never you, had any trouble So I used to play in a band with uh, these all the Martindale boys, like Lanny and Brian and, and Bill, and they're – they all had this family band, but they started joining some bands. And they owned this parts warehouse called 4M Parts Distribution out of Cleburne. And they had like three or four little auto parts stores in and around Heiko. That's the only reason why I know what that is. Where are you going today? Little Sugar would be like, I'm going to Heiko. <laughs> yeah, we called him Little Sugar. We might have done some drinking together. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Anybody, somebody's got a name like Little Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so man, you, how long you been doing this? Well, I started playing guitar when I was fifteen, and uh, but I didn't. Hell, you couldn't get me to hum a tune while I was playing guitar until I was about twenty-one, uh, unless it was to my girlfriend who I was trying to impress, you know, uh, or or some girl I wanted to make my girlfriend, you know, or, you know, and uh, 
but I'd always whip out silver wings, and that was it. But that, uh, that's the one. That was the one. But uh, I started doing uh, playing live music about twenty. 21 years old, 22, over in, down in Stephenville, around the Stephenville area, uh, Heiko. And, uh, Heiko. There you go. Started writing my own songs when I was about 22. And uh, a buddy of mine that went to college together, uh, he transferred from Hill College to Stephenville, to Tarleton. And uh, I transferred and just went to work. I got me a job, and he and I <laughs> shared a house. And uh, I'd come home, and he'd already be about half into a bottle of mezcal. Ugh. And uh, he'd be sitting there with his guitar, and I'd grab my guitar. And one day at work, I started humming this tune, this melody, and came up with a song. And he and I wrote it that day. Don't ask me to play it because I, I don't. Well, we were about to I talk about first Man, songs. We were talking about way. first. Yeah, I talked about first songs earlier. I don't even know if I remember it. It's well, all gonna, my very. I think you're going to try. Uh, I might try it. Uh, <laughs> so but, uh, reluctant. It's uh, it was an all right song, but uh. I played it on my very first radio interview with John Hollinger at KSTV. Oh, man. Way back in the day. That is way he, back he, in the when day. When he did Texas Style Saturday Night. And uh, he used to close his show every night with a song that was on my debut album, which was the title track called The Backroads, about growing up in small, dry county town. And uh, <laughs> there's a good story behind that. But uh, then, uh, But then I took 12 years off. Uh, I got married, had a kid, 9-11 happened. Well, actually, got married, 9-11 happened, had a kid. The economy wasn't worth a damn, couldn't find a good job, and joined the Army, spent 12 years in the Army. And then uh, when I – two years left in the Army, put my first band together after my mom passed away, and uh, I realized that she had never seen me play with my own band. And that's what kind of fueled me getting back into it there towards the end of my time in the Army. And then uh, – as soon as I got out, just kind of hit it hard and heavy, and oh, I'll say hard. I say hard and heavy. <laughs> it's been a slow uphill battle. Uh, I found out that at the age, once I got out of the army, trying to start all over, it's uh, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it can it's, be. It's work. Yeah, it, it it is for people who are much younger, much younger. It is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so jaded. It's a lot of work. I'm not jaded. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And you know, and, and dude, honestly, in Texas it's a lot of work. Some it of it is. necessary, some of it unnecessary. It's you uh, know, there's a there's there's the there's the campaigning, you know. I think we need to all like make that. stickers that look like DJ that says yeah. you know, Jason Custer oh, yeah. Jason twenty twenty three. And put the title title of your song. That's genius. attach a hundred dollar bill to every one of them that you give. You can buy a banner ad. Hey man, just mention my name on the radio. I'll give you a hundred bucks. You know, if I had a hundred, do you appreciate my give. sarcasm? Uh, yeah, I, you know, and a lot of say it, bucks. I said a hundred lux. You know, I wish you luck a hundred times. That's what I said. I, I said a hundred bucks. Um, it's it's funny. We were just talking about you know we have conversations. Pretty, we're pretty to the point and direct on this podcast and on this radio show, but we, the system is definitely interesting. You know, it's like, dude, it's like going to Vegas. You know, you get lucky sometimes, yep. right? But you still play, even though the house makes the rules and the house generally kicks your ass every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I feel like and Chevy so, Chase. So, what you have to realize when you play this game with the Texas charts, 
there's these rules that go along, and if you don't realize these, there's these rules, the chances are you're not going to see what you want to see. No, but then there's these, there's these unicorn moments that happen, that, and they've happened more and more frequently. We all have found our unicorn. You found yours this yeah. week. I think so. And man, and at the end of the day, you found a unicorn this week. He has, man. He's had some really cool stuff. Talk about it. We'll talk. And that's the segue. This conversation is a segue to that. But at the end of the day, man, you find those nuggets, right? And that there is still people here that you don't have to buy banner ads, and you don't. All you have to do is release good music, and they'll play it. Right. They'll play it. They don't. They they want to support you, and you know, and and that's one of the cool things. Like we were just talking about this lake community that's here. Like literally, we book all kinds of stuff around here, and all they support the cover artists, they support the original artists, they support the obscure artists. You know, so what a blessing, right? To be so you know the game. You're sitting here yeah. playing it, and you're still doing it. Yeah, I still. I mean, me too. I kind of rebranded as a <laughs> bass guitar player when I moved up here, and but uh, I decided before I recorded this most recent single, uh, I was done recording. I was going to just write songs, and I knew enough other singers that, you know, maybe they would be interested in singing a song that I wrote. You can do both. You can yeah. do both of those now. And, and maybe in maybe in 25 years, I could be like Dean Dillon and just go there play a go. listening room. That would hey, be Jason. awesome. Jason. That would be awesome. Jason, Jason, I know a guy that has a publishing company. Hey, <laughs> I know a guy. We, we need he to, might be able to connect you with other writers and we, get them to cut your songs. Psst, yeah, psst, have his people talk to my people. I think I think that is one, some of the most dude like fun. legitimately. Yeah. yeah, like he's like without letting the cat out of the bag. You know he's hooked, he's hooked me up with uh, like my whole album. I think there's there's majority of those songs that are coming out are co-writes that he's connected me with. Oh, very. Cool. And then like he's talking about. You know, there's some other artists like Summer Dean and a couple other that she's looking for people to co-write, and they kind of make this intermingling little thing. And the way I like to write, you don't even have to be nowhere yeah. to co-write with me, man. You just, just send me a text, text message. Yeah. yeah, just send me a text. Is it, uh, how, how's co-writing with you? Is dude, that, that is a segue. You know, we 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 didn't talk with Randy about co-writing, but we we should have. But um, uh, Dusty is right. He, he his style is he he likes to. Text back and forth, yeah. not really be in the same room. Have you? What, what's your style? Do you got to be in the same room with somebody? Uh, well, I guess the. Uh, let me think. The first song that I co-wrote, which was the first song I ever wrote, was in the same room. Uh, Mescal did a great job of the equalization. Yeah. Mescal <laughs> lubricated the the. Did y'all fight over the worm after? No, I let him have it. He, <laughs> it was his. It was his. I, I wasn't touching that. Uh, I wrote a. I'm trying to think. I've only got a handful of co-writes. Uh, the second time I ever co-wrote, well, I take that back. The third time I co-wrote a song was with Ronnie Spears before he passed away. Uh, we played at Terry Razor's Raz on the Braz, uh, number 13, down in Glenrose. And uh, I met him at the old Top Rail Ballroom. And, That's uh, awesome. Ronnie? He, he met Ronnie his, there? Yeah. And he hosted his open mic there. So that was was that that was the Monday night shows. Yeah. Well, you know that turned into so I used to manage you. You and I probably crossed paths. We might have. I would manage the old top rail on Sundays and Mondays so Jerry could take off. Yeah. He wanted to have a night off, and so the yeah. slowest nights he gave me. That's where I met Slade Cleves, Dale Watson, Ronnie oh. Spears, um, yeah. and Brian Burns. Brian Burns. And Brian, Brian is the one that got me to yeah. go up there. Yeah. Brian's funny. You, you know? Do you still hear from him much? So he lost his voice. 
He's uh, doing IT work now. Yeah, it, which he'd always done. He's a hell of a computer guy. He's always done IT work uh, as a day job. And then, you know, he was a troubadour. Uh, he lost it. I didn't know he, he lost, lost his, his voice. voice. How? Uh, just blew his vocal cords. And uh, I don't know if he ever had the surgery. I hate to hear that. Um, you know, he last hell time of I, a voice. Too. Last time I saw him, um, there's I've been in the staffing business off and on for 20 years. And he was actually doing the IT work for one of the companies I was doing some consulting yeah. for, which was pretty cool. You know, watching him do his things. We always used to talk about those little Mexican jumping beans you'd get from um, across the board. You know what I'm talking about. Look at his face. <laughs> He'd bring me some back, and you know, and pretty much what it is is just speed, right? <laughs> right. Really low key speed that he bring me. Man, have you speed. tried? Have you tried some of this? And I'm like, no. Pop it in. It's like, whoa. And yeah. it wasn't horrible. I, I never, I never did it, but it, I, I'll tell a story about somebody who was near and dear to my heart. That yeah, I could yeah tell you a funny story. About well, her. The, and the, but he'd go to Mexico and he'd bring him back, and we'd be like, hell yeah. yeah. And you know, he, he, it wasn't something that you did all the time. But he's like, man, if you had a good hangover, shit. Oh yeah, got you right. Pop over one it. of them things. Yeah. Ooh, okay, let's drink again. Hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah, he was Lord. fun, dude. Brian was a lot of fun. Oh, a lot of fun. And I, you know, he released all that music and. And and man, I didn't know he lost his voice, but that's funny. That's a yeah. that's an interesting connection. Uh, in fact, I just tracked him down um, when Ronnie passed away. Uh, he has an album or a couple albums out under various different names, but I want nothing's on Spotify. And his little brother, his youngest brother Tyler, and I are really close. And Tyler was just at my house two weeks ago. He lives in Washington State now, and he left me two of Ronnie's CDs. To rip them onto my computer, digitize. So can, yeah, and uh, now I got to mail them back to him to Washington. Are you uh, are you uploading to Spotify for him? I want to. You should, I, but I've got to get. Ronnie had a girlfriend, and she has all the rights to his music now, and did this, that, and the other. So I need to talk to her, and I've got her number. I just haven't reached out to her yet. So that'd be cool. But that'd be Brian cool if you was going to remix and master a lot of that stuff. Oh wow! So I need to get a hold of him, see if he's going to do it. If he's not going to do it, maybe I can get. So he still got his studio at home that he used to work out of. I know he did a lot of that own stuff, like like uh, the Texas song and all this yeah. stuff he did himself. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, I I don't think that he. I mean, obviously he's not singing anymore, but he, he might be recording people or 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 doing some. He's still married. Work. Yeah, to Veronica. She's awesome, dude. Yeah, she was awesome. They uh, were so much fun, dude. <laughs> as, as far as I can tell, on Facebook, they're still married. You know, sometimes you never know, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I man, that's an interesting segue. You, you start realizing how small this community actually yeah. is when you start talking to people. Like, I didn't even know you knew all those people. Yeah. And, you know, I've known of you for a long time, but I just didn't realize the circles. I think you and I just met face We just to face. physically met. We've like known of each other for years. A month years. or two yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, but we knew of each other, ran yeah. the same circles. Yeah. We just never were. Isn't that weird how you're, it's that small and you just never cross paths? I've yeah. always said the worst part about being a musician is never getting to meet or see other friends of yours that are musicians play because you're always playing. Yep. 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 You're so there and we're there. That's, I think, That's probably like my festivals. favorite thing about this show is that, man, like I talked to Chuck Brasenio today. Yeah. He called me today, and man, I've never met him, but some of the relationships that we've built on this show. And he's one of those guys that can keep you on the phone for an hour. <laughs> I got him today. I got him off in four minutes. It was like a record. I said, hey, bro, I love you, sir. I said, and I want to talk to you, but I leave for my tour in UK and Ireland in four days, and I am stacked. And he goes, 
dude and he hung up on me <laughs> right <laughs> he goes i know you got to go click and hung up on me but but that's the perfect example you know you guys like that that you meet that you're you're sharing true dates you know the stuff like what we were talking about today is is could he come here and play on a Thursday night? Yeah, we can make that happen. Put a full band show, bring a PA, come do a couple hours. Absolutely. Man, make a decent wage. Um, and then sharing some of the stuff, like you were talking about doing the Montana, Idaho, Wyoming stuff. Yeah. I've got, you know, I got Pug Johnson doing some stuff up there with us. Dude, Pug, Doug, is, dig me Pug, Pug is awesome, dude. I knew Pug when he was still a senior in high school and had the band, the Slow Rolling Lows. Dude, That's I didn't even realize that was him yeah. until I, so I did a deal with him at, uh, at Screaming Goat and like his yeah. wife Mindy we've talked a bunch of stuff she called me about some radio promotion and stuff like that and <clears throat> was talking to me and then she wound up in the circles up in that you know I played a couple of festivals up in Idaho well, she wound up playing it well then somebody connected with me again and then I played this venue and they were playing they played during the day and I played it the night and we've been trying to connect but man that's yeah. another guy that you just meet and and you're only as strong as your alliance. It was funny. I was just texting Leaf and Kyle about all the different things that we're wanting to do. And, and man, you're only as strong as the amount of people that you associate with that you work together with yeah. um, to actually drive music. And the cool part about it is, is everybody is so drastically different. You know, in all of our little circles, DJ will tell you there's nobody that sounds the same. No. They're yeah. all different. And some of them have, you know, the nice, but... But I think the more we add, you know, Randy was to get into this, you were going to get into that kind of thing. The more we do to support each other and lift each other up, which is really the reason why we started this show. And, and look what happens out of it. You meet people. And, yeah. And we've seen each other like six times, never seen each other ever. Right. And then in the last yeah. like three months, two months, yeah. we've and, seen each other. Yeah. And uh, a big part of that is uh, uh, Will. Will, yep. Will coming on. Right. And uh, uh, being a client at Smith and... Uh, powerhouse promotions climb. We got connected with you. Having his studio, starting his record label, and uh, yeah, so doing, fun. So that's fun. how this all just kind of evolved. And I think happened. we need to start Dusty Special Reserve, and I can connect with him with other business. Is it reserve, uh, yeah, my own it, Dusty Special Reserve. Even though I don't smoke, uh, his uh, well, farming, his, oh, yeah. uh, his CBD endeavor. <laughs> Did you yeah. see all the pictures of I've, that? Today? I've seen the pictures, dude. I'm bragging son of a bitch. That's gonna get you in trouble. Is He's what a bragging is. son of a bitch. He is just sitting there growing growing weed well he's got well he's literally got what he got but one of the legal. license it's but he's legal. got it it's the, C, legal. It's the yeah. cbd strains yeah you know and he's talking about and i don't even know what he's duty but it's pretty amazing to watch that greenhouse that kind of shoots through and and you know he's just a bragging son of a bitch <laughs> well and the funny thing is, is it is yeah. nice to yeah. be legal it oh, is yeah. Yeah. the uh <laughs> the funny thing is is as a musician, it's like, you know, most of my musician friends, you know, partake in the, the devil's lettuce. And uh, <laughs> I can pass a drug test any day of the week because I never know when I'm going to have to go get a real job. And uh, so I just, I drink. See, I, I don't do anything anymore. Yeah. Now, I, I can tell you, um, I was a, a race car driver in my mind for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, drinking and the whole thing. But, you know, it's just, it's been interesting that the, the race car driver stuff has been gone for a long time. But, but, the, but, the, but the drinking has only been gone for a couple of years. I've been, dude, I actually will celebrate two years of sobriety in Ireland. 
Very cool. Which is kind of cool. That's yeah. a hard place to stay. Well, dude, I'm going to tell you something, man. You want to talk about speaking another language? They're actually speaking with their accent, and I've heard they're going to get like canned, and oh. you're going to be going, huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't hardly understand you when you're sober. Now you're now yeah. you're slurring. <laughs> yeah, that, so that's cool. That's small world. But, man, we, we get to yeah, talking we, like this. We need to play some more songs. another song. Play some more songs. This is like being on a, a radio interview with Jody Lee. It was like, well, dude, never, I did, do, you know what, do you know what he had to do to get me to play? Walk away. <laughs> he, like, literally walked away and said, just play for 45 minutes. We're done talking. Yeah. It was awesome. I would go in there to do a radio interview, and I would end up being there from the time he went on the air till the time he went off the air. Play a couple in a row, and then we'll get about seven, okay. eight, eight minutes of talking in, and then we'll shut her down. Well, I mentioned yep. 12 years in the Army. Uh, this is the – I wrote a lot of songs while I was still in, but I wrote this when I was in Afghanistan. Uh, I had my medic was from Arizona, and uh, he wanted to live in the tent with my squad uh, so that he and I could jam together. And he had his wife ship his guitar to him, and uh, I stole a guitar from the USO that was run for, by our chaplain. So I stole from the church. I gave it back. I gave it back. I didn't even take the best of the three acoustic guitars in the USO. <laughs> I took the second best one. But uh, he started playing this little. I said, what is that? And he said, I just made it up. I said, well, let's write a song. He said, all right. I said, uh, what do you feel like writing a song about? And he said, I miss my wife without missing a beat. So I told him I missed his wife too. What do you say about that? He, he laughed. I mean, <laughs> we all have diseased minds in the army. Anyway, I figure if you got to go to a hell hole like Afghanistan, you might as well come home with something pretty. Since I'm on the way, man. I've been trying to figure out what it is about you that I can't live without. Maybe it's your hands every time that we touch. Maybe it's your blue eyes, girl, I can't get enough. Maybe when you smile at me, my heart begins to melt. Just do something to me. I've never felt We say love me Without saying a word That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard The taste of your kiss Intoxicating like wine I get drunk on your love When your lips touch mine You don't need expensive perfume Cause the scent of your skin Is like flowers in bloom Maybe when you smile at me My heart begins to melt Just do something to me I've never felt way say love me without saying a word. That's the sweetest thing. 
something to me that I've never felt when you say you love me without saying a word that's the sweetest thing me with a fake out right yeah, there yeah. i like that <laughs> thank you man where can we find you out on the internet oh i'm on uh yeah we're talking about tiktok i have a tiktok account but i've never posted anything to it uh i only have it because people keep sending me links to tiktok videos and you have to have tiktok <laughs> you and randy yeah. must hang out together on tiktok yeah, uh, don't ever post nothing we do it we're, we're going to get the, we were talking about it earlier we're going to do a choreographed dance routine do i it. think that's what we should do <laughs> we're all going to get on it we should to, do it uh, we should I think I think it's going to be Baby Shark. Well, no, I think you should. I think I think it should be the guys that know how to use the fork and knife club. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. Don't uh, hate Don't hate a man that likes a bacon cheeseburger. No, yeah, no, they, uh, <laughs> too uh, much. But you That's can find me uh, very active on Spotify or on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. Um, well, just Jason Custer. Or Jason Custer Music, I think, is on uh, the, 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 the Instagram. I have a personal Instagram page, too, and then I had a band one that nobody can remember the password to, so <laughs> I had to start all over, which had, like, maybe one post on it. And then, uh, hmm. of course, you can listen to me on all the streaming upscale yeah. and some yeah. seedy-looking uh, <laughs> streaming services as well. Uh, but mostly, mostly ups, upscale. That's right. Hold on. The I'm CD, uh, CD streaming services. That, that, <laughs> that, that get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you. Uh, I don't think you've done Long Shot yet. I have not. I have uh, not. Um, you, you recorded that out at uh, the Bunkhouse with William Wallace. That uh, is correct. A, uh, a friend of Texas Tailgate and uh, and Smith Music in general. Um, uh, tell us about the uh, writing that song and, and recording it. So it is. Hey, y'all be safe. Y'all going back to Bernie tonight? No. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, watch out for the long beer way on to go. 281. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoyed it, guys. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you, Randy. Play. Thank you, bub. Thank you. So, Jason, we'll I don't know if you're aware, your song is on the AMI jukebox here inside the lake house. Oh, I didn't even know it was on And the uh, Hold on, Randy. I meant to look at this for you, too. I, th I think you're on, you might even be on this too. Hold on. As I can try to see, Randy Carson. So I, I look at this all the time. AMI is a huge supporter of Smith Music. Awesome. Hey, buddy, you are. Awesome. Every, your whole album, Red Dirt Crazy, Straighten Out of My Mind, yep. Baby's Words, Hot, every one of those songs. All, there's seven songs on the Lake House, on oh, all AMI so boxes across the country. Have. Which one's that? Wow. All yeah. AMI across country. You know so, what's funny is the only so one that's not on there is Willie Nelson. Yeah, the only Willie, Nelson, only one's not on there is the Willie Nelson song. <laughs> yeah, uh, that could be a licensing thing. They're yeah. kind of weird. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the cool, but the cool part about it is, no matter where you go across the country, you can look on AMI G boxes and you that's can find awesome, them. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yep, it's that awesome. Cool. I love to co-write by text. By the way. Yeah, let's hook oh, up. We'll, yeah, I'd love to. That'd we'll be get awesome. You hooked up, man. I'd love to do that, bro. Be fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the knock way it you out. do it. That's the way you do so, it. So, Jason, you're going to do Long Shot, which is on all yeah. AMI boxes across the country. All the AMIs. Go ahead. So, if you've got the AMI app 
and you're sitting at home right now, just go ahead and spam the hell Drop out some of your quarters in there. hole with the AMI jukebox in there. I uh, wrote this song. Uh, I don't even know where it came from. Um, the idea of I'm, I'm a musician. I was a soldier. I'm a general. Just, I don't know. It, it's very introspective, introspective song. And my wife wishes I would have wrote this about three years before I m- met her. Because I wrote it for anybody who likes to gamble, whether it be Texas Hold'em poker, uh, betting on the horses, uh, or getting into a relationship with me. It goes like this. sure thing when it comes to love and love but even odds favorite can go down like a back up a football star can marry a homecoming queen just to have it fall apart at the seams so if you're betting on me you're taking a long shot cause I'm the dark horse Stacked against the odds Might as well go all in on offsuit two and seven Cause loving me ain't in the cards Loving me ain't in the cards Go have a better chance Straightening out the Rio Grande No need donating to the pot Go on, fold the hand You don't have to let your chips Go where they may You'll find a better hand to hold someday Cause if you're betting on me You're taking a long shot Cause I'm the dark horse Stacked against the odds We'll go all in on offsuit two and seven Cause loving me ain't in the cards Loving me ain't in the cards Loving me ain't in the cards like that great job jason man yeah. cool dude oh, man yeah i had and i guess probably two of the proudest things about that song was recording it wise i had my son uh my son uh who just turned 21 he's a music major at tarleton state and a hell of a drummer and i had him come in and record the drums on that and then uh the second and a very close second to that is all of my songwriting friends, songwriter friends that uh, have reached out to me since releasing that. And they're like, dude, I love the way, like, the, just this line here and this line here. And it's like, you know, the, you'll find a better, ho- uh, better hand to hold someday. And it's like, that was, that's been pointed out to me like three or four that's different awesome, songwriters. Dude. And I'm like, <laughs> cool how that works. Great stuff. Thank you so much, man, for coming out here to the lake house, hanging out with us. Enjoyed it. 
Man, got that uh, Brent Mason. You know what that means, right? Swing with Sting. It's that time. Yeah. It's a time for a little transition. We got Bonnerig coming up right after this. Randy Carson just joined us the first time. Jason Custer just now. Thank you, Jason, for hanging out with us. Thank you. Dusty Moats, DJ Dugan, SmithMusic.com. Texas Tailgate Mondays. Yeah. Live at the Lake House. Sponsored by Steel Records. Their theme, theme song coming to you real soon. Yeah. Um, and the Lake House, Texas Select Beverage. Um, Sharp. Sharks Leather Supply. Yep. Yeah, man, we're ready to rock. We got right, one man. coming up here shortly. We'll be right back. <laughs> 